0: For another edition of the HS Extra Pep Talk podcast, I'm your host, Spencer Turkin, alongside my partner, Joe Serrera. Joe, we're uh, in the thick of things as it comes to uh, near conference tournament time for hoop season. So let's go ahead and start with the public schools. Uh, around the area. Southwest Guilford continues to dominate.
1: Yeah, 20-0 now after uh, a big win Wednesday night, 90-66 to 66 in what uh, people have been pointing toward as a showdown game with Northwest Guilford, uh, which is uh, number, number three in our poll. So that was a huge game. Uh, relatively close game for much of the first half, but uh, Southwest got on a run at the end of the first half, led by 10 going to the locker room after hitting a three at the buzzer, and then just pulled away. Uh, Uh, That Southwest team is deep, talented, five senior starters. They're experienced. Uh, No no disrespect to the rest of the Piedmont Triad 3A Conference, which they're in, but the next test that Southwest Guilford is going to have is going to be in the state playoffs when they probably end up playing Concord-Cox Mill in the regional final, which would be uh, in Hickory, probably at Lenore Rhine on March 9th. So uh, if you're thinking of circling uh, something on your calendar for maybe the best high school uh, public schools, boys game of the year, if those two teams meet in that game, that would be the game and probably the nominal state championship game. That you know, Coach Guy Shaver's Cowboys are just really playing well. They're deep. Uh, Tuesday night, Keyshawn Langley scores 31 points at Dudley. Wednesday night. Jaden Turner scores 31 points at Northwest Guilford. That's the kind of team they have. It could be Kobe Langley. It could be uh, Christian Martin. It could be Joel Pettiford. It could be one of the one of the guys off the bench who got a lot more playing time last year when the Langley Twins were at Wesley. And that's just such a a deep, talented team. And they can come at you a number of different ways. And when they really ratchet up their defense, it is really tough to move the ball around the court against them without deflections. That's just such a such a strong team. And Northwest is struggling a little bit right now. Uh, last week on Friday, they were upset at home by Ragsdale. On Tuesday night, they needed a three-pointer at the buzzer from uh, Johnny Pagano to beat an improving Grimsley team, a Grimsley team that's playing well, and then a, a tough loss to uh Southwest in a game where they thought they would be closer. Tonight, Friday night, they are going to be at High Point Central. That's a game they need to win to kind of right the ship. But uh, I think they're still clearly the second-best public schools team in the area. The third-best team going into the week, Southern Guilford, Uh, they got – beat on the road at Williams in Burlington, second loss of their season to Williams, and now they're two games back in the loss column in the mid-Piedmont Triad 3A. That's a margin that's going to be virtually impossible for them to make up, especially when they still have to play Eastern Guilford, which uh, lost to them by one the first time around. That'll be a heck of a game when those two teams get together again, but uh, a tough loss for Southern, 59-51 at Williams, and that pretty much ends their hopes of uh, a regular season title in that conference, so they're going to have to do some damage in the tournament and probably in the playoffs be on the road maybe by the second round and it gets a little tougher but it's still a very good basketball team tyler Deerman, julius birch uh, joey cooper those are all very good players fun to watch they play a a uh an aggressive uh, fun style of basketball, but that loss at Williams really, really hit them hard. Eastern Guilford is still in the mix uh, in that conference, but again, they're 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 just too far back. They've got to get ready for the state playoffs. Maybe do some damage in the conference tournament. You know, looking around the county, other conferences: the Metro, Northwest, uh, coming off that loss to ragsdale and a a tight win at grimsley they really need to win tonight at high point central to kind of get back on footing there but ragsdale and south and uh northwest are the two teams that look like they're the contenders in that conference and then we shift a little bit to uh, uh the private schools and the charters
0: yeah joe uh greensboro day starting to come alive i know that they stumbled out of the gate a little bit but uh it looks like freddie johnson's ball club is starting to uh Trend upward at the right
1: time yeah eight straight wins uh, they've been playing some good basketball <clears throat> they uh, got a, a good win on the road Tuesday night at high Point Christian I was at that game uh, 70 to 59 it was closer than the score uh, there were a lot of free throws when high point Christian had to foul at the end but that's a tough place to play their their gym uh, is kind of a multi-purpose room cafeteria gym theater you've got the uh, high point Christian student section on the stage on one sideline, and on the other sideline, uh, the stands are really tight behind the benches and an overhang there uh, at, on that side and on the baselines. You feel kind of claustrophobic in there, a little bit of a bandbox. but uh, a tough game for the uh, Bengals, but they came through. They got the win. Carson McCorkle has been playing great basketball lately. Uh, he struggled a little bit. At the end of the Heiko and coming out of the Hako looked a little fatigued, maybe at times. He played a lot for USA Basketball during the summer, and kind of that may have uh, taken a little toll on the legs on his shot. But he also said that uh, Coach Freddie Johnson has been telling him to be more aggressive. Uh, he had 31 that night. He was playing great basketball. Uh, Cam Hayes is solid in the backcourt. Austin Ninja senior, has really been picking it up and and being the leader that. Coach Johnson wants him to be for that team. He had a knee issue early in the year, a little bit of a meniscus problem, but he looks healthy again. And they've got size like few teams around here have when you can throw 6'8", and strong Nick Evtimov at people when you can throw 6'8 Mike Fowler at people. Josh Taylor, a very long, athletic 6'8 forward who was hurt a little bit. He got hurt in the uh, loss to Carmel Christian, suffered a bruised tailbone. He looks like he's getting back healthy. He gives them size. You know that, That's a good team and they are really looking like they're getting ready to make a run at the uh, private schools 4 a state championship. They go to Wesleyan on Tuesday night. If they win that game, they wrap up their conference and would be no Worse than a three seed and maybe higher in the state playoffs, and you know this is this is what Greensboro Day teams do. They get better as the season goes on, and as you said, a little bit of a, a little bit of a stumble coming out of the Haico, losing in the Hako final in overtime, and into January. But they're they're back where where they expect to be and playing good ball. Another team we've got to mention is uh, Piedmont Classical, number six in our most recent poll, sitting at 19 and three, uh, going into a game tonight. They've got only four regular season games left, and then they play in the uh, Carolina Athletic Association of Schools of Choice State Tournament. They're two-time champions there. Uh, that should be a formality for them, especially if they get their injured guard Shaquille Moore back. He broke an ankle uh, right after Christmas, and they were hoping to get him back for state playoffs. He's a kid who's got a Wake Forest offer, some other Division I offers, a really good ball player, and they are a different team with him in the lineup. And after the state championships, they're going to go to the USA National Prep Tournament in North Myrtle Beach. that's become a fixture for them in the uh this is their third varsity season they've gone down there every year and uh, represented well so that's another team to watch for on the boys side
0: well joe and while you mentioned piedmont classical uh why don't you let people know where they can read about uh, how Coach Bree was able to build that program up so quickly?
1: Yeah, uh, we we took it took a, a deeper look at uh, how the program was built. Some transfers, some reclassified students, but uh, you know they they are working within the rules of their association. There's there's nothing going on there along those lines that that uh, is not well within the rules. We took a good look at them uh, in on a story feature story that appeared in the Thursday edition. Pre- of the news and record, and at hsextra.com, it's still there. Uh, I appreciated the uh, uh, directness with which Coach Free, who's also the AD, and the principal, uh, Chris Butler, addressed some of the questions and uh, was, was good to, I think, be able to tell people about how this program came to be, how they're built, and what their goals are for the future.
0: Uh, as we move over to the uh, girls' side of things, uh, let's go ahead and start with the public schools.
1: Northwest Guilford uh, back on top. They had a, a very good win uh, against Ragsdale, which had been our number one team since Ragsdale had won the HACO 50-45 to 45 over Northwest. Second time around, Kayla King back in the lineup for Northwest. She had a high ankle sprain in the first round of the Hako Didn't play in the rest of the tournament. Just getting back in the lineup in that game against uh, Ragsdale and having an extra ball handler at 5'10", 5'11", who can look over the Ragsdale, press over the top and make plays. Who can also give them another uh, defender at that size who really is, is a, is a, can be a lockdown defender at times and plays well. And Her shot is going to come back. It was a little shaky in that first game but uh, Wednesday night against Southwest she was draining threes again just like she'd never been out. With her back they are they look like clearly the number one team. Now those two teams still have to meet one more time. February 8th at Ragsdale then they're probably going to meet in the Metro 4A tournament and there's a chance they meet again in the States. They could be playing each other five times this year but right now this Northwest Guilford team looks like the clear number one with Ragsdale a clear number two. they They've established themselves as uh Really, the only competition for Northwest at this point. Uh, another question out there for Northwest Guilford is their six foot five senior center, Elizabeth Kitley. Does she come back? She suffered an ACL injury, had a reconstruction during the summer. A later injury in terms of time of the year than the ACL injury that Kayla King had last year. Kayla came back toward the end of January. By states, she was back to herself playing great ball. Liz Kitley, does she come back? Does she not? That's a tough decision for any any player, any player's family to make. She's already got a scholarship locked in, as Kayla King does to Virginia Tech. I'm sure the Virginia Tech coaches wouldn't mind seeing her just sit out and, and be safe, but she's ahead of, ahead of uh, where she was expected to be on rehab by all accounts. Looks good moving around the court, running and jumping, from what I've heard, but not cleared to play yet. We'll see how that plays out. But if she's back and playing and healthy and looking good, there's no reason why Northwest Guilford can't win a third consecutive Class 4A state championship. Without her, yeah, they're still a contender, but having that 6'5 post player as good as she is with the rest of that team and the depth that they've developed with Kayla King when she was out and with Liz Kitley out, with Megan Harkey stepping into that role – Uh, they would be a much deeper team and a very, very dangerous team in the state playoffs. But Ragsdale's playing good ball, too. Uh, The loss to uh, Northwest Guilford, where they just couldn't hit a shot, notwithstanding, they're clearly our number two team. And then High Point Central, which is where Northwest Guilford is going tonight, is a clear number three now. They were number four in our poll last week. Southeast Guilford was number three. Well... High Point Central beat South Southeast Guilford uh, 53 to 45, so I think that kind of settles where those two teams fall. But Southeast is still unbeaten in the Mid Piedmont 3A. They still have to play. Eastern Guilford and out Southwestern Randolph, so the conference isn't locked up for them, but they still look like a strong 3A playoff team, and if they win that conference, they're obviously going to be a very high seed. Another public school team to look at that uh, struggled a bit early in the season, particularly in the HACO, Northern Guilford Nighthawks. Obviously, they lost a ton of talent from last year. Alyssa Kinane is a two-time Rookie of the Week in the ACC for an unbeaten NC State team that's ranked in the top ten. She was a force for four years at Northern Northern led them to a couple of state championships. They also lost two senior starters off that team. Mercedes Wampler and Cassie Robikevich. They're both on at college, although Cassie's not playing basketball but uh, on an academic scholarship at UNC Wilmington. Northern has won seven in a row and they are tied with Person County atop the Mid-State 3A Conference. That's a, a great achievement for this senior class and the team in general and for Coach Kim Furlow, They They have made it clear that their program despite losing so much talent the last two years. They didn't go away. They're 14-5. Uh, you know, they, they are playing really good basketball right now. Stephanie Chandler coming off of a 40-point game uh, which tied Alyssa Canaan's school record. You know, they, they look like they could be very, very tough down the stretch, but they're in a tough conference too. Uh, you know, they, They've got some games left. They go to Eastern Alamance tonight, which is a good, young team. Always strong in that conference. We'll see how that plays out, but they look like they could really be a factor in in that conference tournament and maybe win it, and then we got a private school to talk about on the girls' side also.
0: Yes, uh, Greensboro Day. Some of the uh, the, the boys' uh, championship run uh, starting to rub off a little bit on the girls. Uh, they've been a bit of a surprise team this year for you, Joe, and. Uh, it looks like their strong play is going to continue here down the stretch,
1: yeah, they're eighteen and six overall and eight and one since the HACO, and their one loss was in overtime at forsyth Country day, so you know they they could be on a nine oh run since that that Hako Performance And that was where they first kind of got on my radar, where I, where I noticed them. They played very strong for a half against Northwest Guilford. A lot of the same players that they, they had uh, the last couple of years, uh, two sophomores in particular, Jabria Fulwood, who's a forward, Haley Blackwell at guard, have really raised their game. And uh, Myron Montana, who's the first-year head coach there, uh, was also the boys' tennis coach last year, has them playing very aggressive defense, uh, pushing the tempo when they get turnovers. And, and just playing with a lot of intensity. And, you know, they look like they could be a real factor in uh, the private school's 4A playoffs.
0: Well, that'll do it for this edition of the HS Extra Pep Talk Podcast. Hope you'll stay with us at hsextra.com throughout the rest of basketball season. Uh, next time we talk to you, we'll be getting you ready for uh, conference tournaments. Joe, it's almost that time. Can you believe it?
1: Yeah, it, and, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to risk jinxing the band here, but we really haven't had a lot of disruptions for weather, and for that we are grateful, and we cross our fingers and hope that we don't get conference tournaments wiped out by ice or snow and that we go right on schedule right through regional finals on March 9th and those state championship games on March 16th for the public schools. And if it happens, now you know to where to go. You know where to done. send your emails.
0: And tweet him at Joe serrera NR for all of those complaints. You've been listening to the HS Extra Pep Talk Podcast. We'll talk to you soon, everybody. Take care.